Welcome to I Am a Faith Warrior, a series of encouraging and empowering short lessons. This is volume one, and there she was, Kingdom Building. I am Tracy Janine, and this is my virtual classroom. To God be the glory. And there she was sitting under a palm, our high achieving faith warrior. Let us pray. Dear God, we ask that you would be in the midst of this lesson so that it is clear and impactful to the faith warrior. It is in Jesus's name. Amen. So let's talk about the backdrop. Of course, this is in Judges. And so we're talking about Deborah and Ehud, which was the previous judge, has died. And when he died, the nation of Israel yet again turned away from God. So God sold them to or had them captive with Jabin. Um, and one of Jabin's commanders is Sisera. He is cruel and oppressive to the people of Israel. And he then, and so because of that, the people began to cry out to the Lord for help. That's the backdrop to the story. Deborah's on the scene. Let's read Judges chapter four, verses four through nine. Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was leading Israel at the time. She held court under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites came to her to have their disputes decided. She sent for Barak, son of Abinam, from Kadesh in Nephthali, and said to him, The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, Go take with you 10,000 men and lead the way to Mount Tabor. I will lure Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his troops to the Kishon River and give him unto your hands. Barak said to her, if you go with me, I will go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. Very well, Deborah said, I will go with you. Amen. Amen. So the first thing I would like to do is just a brief little introduction is to uh, identify Deborah. Deborah, let's note the order in which she's described in Judges. She's a prophetess. She's a wife. She's a leader. And then she uh, judges people from judges disputes for people between the two cities. So she's a judge. So she is a prophetess. She has ministry. She listens to God. She speaks for God. She works in the church, maybe, if I had to bring it uh, more example into it. She is a wife. That means she has a home. She has responsibilities there. She has a love interest. She is also a leader. She's the leader of Israel at the moment. She's leading at the time. It means she's in a leadership position. She has, a, has accomplishments. She's successful, but she is a, also a leader. And she serves her community she meets in the under the palm, the people coming with their disputes and she settles the disputes. So that's why I call her the high achiever 
the high achieving faith water because her life is full and it is productive. She also um, is the type of woman who believes I can achieve it all. I can have it all. I can balance work, life, society, and do well with it. She is a high achieving. And she is our example today that's going to bless the high achievers. A lot of times when we look at the Bible, we uh, hear teachings on the Bibles. Usually, or oftentimes, people are not high achieving, not uh successful in their own right. But here we have a lady who is. And so the first thing we want to know about this high achieving woman, because let me just say this. Yes, she's high achieving, but she's also an elite faith warrior. She's not a typical faith warrior in a lot of regards. And so she's high achieving in society, uh, in the culture, in the community, but she's also elite in her faith with God. And so we want to look at what can we understand from her example to help us as faith warriors. Point number one that we see clearly in the text is that Deborah understands God's voice reigns. God's voice rules and reigns. She's clear on that point. And the reason being is because she knows that God's voice gives. What does God's voice give? God's voice produces. What does it produce? It gives and produces a plan. It gives and produces strength, direction, surety, joy, peace, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. It gives life. God's voice does that. And she understands that God's voice can move mountains. Right. So she. As a faith warrior, OK, as a faith warrior, knows that God's voice reigns in our lives over the earth. Now, let me be clear when I use the terms God's voice. I am not only limited to the speaking voice of God, the unctioning of the spirit. I am inclusive of the text, the written text, the Bible. That's God's voice. I am inclusive of creation. That's God's voice. I am inclusive of teachers explaining the gospel. That's God's voice. Okay, so God can speak in a lot of ways. And I'm including all the ways, but I'm just summing it up as God's voice. So Deborah understood that God's voice rules and reigns. Number two, our, our high achieving elite, but she's an elite faith warrior. I just love her to death. Um, God and the faith warrior are intimately connected. Okay. We see with Deborah that, um, through her response to God, that she is intimately connected to God. Her response to God was not one of explaining her faults as to why she could not 
give the word to Barack or talk to Barack. She did not say that, oh, I, I have a stuttering impediment, as some may. Her, her response was not, prove to me, God. Make the ground wet this day and then the ground dry or this portion of the ground dry that day. That was not her response. Her response was not to go in the opposite direction, only to be swallowed up and turned back into the right direction. No, they don't give us enough about her, but they do, do give us the fact that she went directly and called for Barack and gave Barack the word. Her response is because she has an intimate relationship with God that she responds. Only if you know him intimately do you go, God said you're supposed to do X, Y, and Z. I think it's interesting in the text that we see another faith warrior, Barack's response. We know Barack is a faith warrior. In fact, he's so much of a faith warrior that he's in Hebrews chapter 11, where the hall of fame of the faith warriors are listed. And he is there for this particular incident. And his response to God's instruction to go and lead the army was, uh, I would go, but only if you go. I would go, but only if you go. That's a faith warrior who maybe hasn't matured to the point of Deborah, our example of an elite faith warrior. And so what we see next is point number three, that Deborah doesn't only acknowledge the character of God. Surely Barak acknowledges the character of God for in that place, it says, um, she said the Lord, the God of Israel, the Lord, which is capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, which is, of course, the tetragrammaton for God's name. Calling him by name, calling God by name. So it would be as if you said Tracy, right? She says the Lord, the God of Israel. So that would be Tracy, the teacher of the class. She is identifying, acknowledging to Barack, who Barack also acknowledges is God. So our elite faith warrior, she acknowledges God's character and she accepts God's character for God being who God is. So does Barack. Barack doesn't say, oh no, that wasn't the Lord or he didn't say that. He's, yeah, I'll go. But if you go. So what's the difference now between Deborah and Barack? Deborah, our example for an elite faith warrior, agrees with God. She agrees with God, whereas Barack can only go so far in his agreement. So we as faith warriors have to be cognizant of exercising our faith all the way with God's voice. And be mindful of when we step back and away from God's will and desire. So we have Deborah as an elite faith warrior. You could just see it so clearly between her and Barack where she says, very well, I'll go. So we have our first three points. 
God's voice rules and reigns. Number two, the faith warrior in God is intimately connected. Number three, an elite faith warrior not only acknowledges God, not only accepts God, but also agrees with God. And when I say God, I mean God's character. He's all knowing. He's all powerful. He's ever present. Um, he's all loving. He's uh benevolent. God has wisdom. God never changes. He's uh, That type of character is what the elite faith warrior accepts. You see? So it's not uh, the issue that we're addressing. It's that God we're addressing. Yes, we, we acknowledge your God. We accept you, God. And we agree. That agreement is another word for action. We go into action. That's what an elite faith warrior does. So Barack, he probably acknowledges and accepts it, but he doesn't go full forth and agree with the, the full word or the full voice of God. And so what does Deborah do? Well, I'm glad you asked. Number four, she understands that God's will is worth the sacrifice. God's will is worth the sacrifice. She says very well. Oh God, Jesus. She says very well to my high achieving faith warriors. She left her home. She, she, she stopped judging because the will of God that needed to go forth was important. She understood that she was going to have to sacrifice so that God will, will be done. Barack would have aborted the word of God. Barack said he wasn't going except that she goes. And what does she do? As an elite faith warrior, she gets into action. She gets into action. How? She comes alongside her. God, the one who's got to lead the army needs somebody to undergird him. And she comes alongside. Watch. She doesn't say, I'm too busy. I got to calendar it. I got to see what da, 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 da. That's not exactly what the Lord says. She doesn't give him all of that. She doesn't tear down his faith. She doesn't tear down his manhood. She doesn't do any of that. What she does is she becomes a runner to the vision. She picks it up and she says, very well, I'll go. And she goes right along with them. She makes the sacrifice in her daily life to go with Barack because she understands God's will is worth the sacrifice. So that's the four points. God's voice rules and reigns. God and the faith warrior are intimately connected that, um, the, the elite faith warrior not only acknowledges and accepts, but agrees with God's character. Oh, God. <laughs> I wish I could unpack all of this, but I can't in the 15 or 20 minutes. But it's a lot there. And then fourthly, she understands that God's will is worth the sacrifice. That's our elite faith warrior. But we're looking at her from the eyes of a high achiever. And so that's important that she is a high achiever. So for all my high achieving faith warriors, when you think you can't go any further, when you think you have enough to carry, when you think your burden is too heavy, when God's voice begins to speak 
and you are attached intimately with God and you are connected and understand that he is the character of God, exactly who God is, he's worth the sacrifice. And we make the sacrifice. We make it. We make the sacrifice. And look, she doesn't even get credit in the Hall of Fame. Barack gets credit. They have the song of Deborah in chapter five of Judges. But in the Hall of Fame, he's listed for this victory. But it doesn't matter because she's an elite warrior. And her response to God is, oh, your will is, if, if I have to help, I have to help. So those are the four points. But of course, I have two more. <laughs> the fifth point is, ah, this is good. It's for my high achievers. I want you to look at the faith warrior. This is important to the high achievers, extremely. It's a warning. What she does not do is step into something that was not assigned to her. She does not step outside of God's voice. She does not make God's word into something for herself. She does not take on an assignment that was not hers. Watch what she does. She says, very well, I'll go. And she goes with Barack to the place where the, the army is supposed to leave from to go into battle. But she does not go. She tells Barack, this is the day that you're going to go get victory. But she does not go. Why? Because the word of God says, because the elite faith warrior, the prophetess, had the ear. And she understood the, the clearness of God's word. His voice said, Barack is going to lead the army. So she does not go. Barack leads the army. And as high achievers, this is a warning to you. Let me be clear. In your household, you want to. Take over everything. <laughs> Stop stepping outside of the voice of God. I'm being really specific outside of the voice of God. On your job, she reported directly, Deborah reported directly to God. But on your job, there may be someone that you may report to. or There may be the board of directors or there may be uh, other entities, the parent company that you have to report to. But you are to report with inside the voice of God. She never took over. She did not have the spirit of, oh, just let me get it done. It's just easier if I do it myself. I'm talking to you, high achiever. You, I, we understand that you are uh, a multitasker or excel in getting things accomplished and getting things done. But you have to be careful because if you go outside the voice of God, you will cause calamity. God is a God that he cannot lie. So has she led the army? It would have caused calamity and chaos because Barack was supposed to lead it. Do you get the point? As a high achiever, we have to be careful and mindful that we stay within the voice of God, even though our expertise, our knowledge and our sophistication and our accomplishments, our success and our resources and our connections could have us get it done. Sometimes God has a plan, right, that has to be adhered to. And we listen to the voice and obey the voice of God. So high achiever, my faith warriors. Do not step outside of the will, the voice of God. And then finally, of course, kingdom advancement. Point number six, kingdom advancement. Elite faith warriors are not overwhelmed by the assignment. Elite faith warriors are not frustrated and flustered by the assignment. All through the text, she's, she's cool. Deborah's calm, collected. Elite faith warriors are not overcome by that. No, we're more moved by the 
spiritual success that's at hand. That was her only focus. You want me to go? I'll go. I'm going to take you to the mountain. Hey, this is the day. You need to go out there. You hear it? You see it? For the kingdom advancement. What happened because she did not step outside of the voice of God? What happened that she became a paraclete and rolled up beside uh, Barack? What happened because she agreed with God? What happened because she heard the voice? The nation of Israel one, the enemy retreated. The enemy turned back and they became free. They have been captive for 20 years, I believe. And because of Deborah and Barak and uh, Jael, I won't go into that, but because of their efforts, what happened? The nation of Israel would be free for 40 years. To God be the glory. I pray that this looking at this high achiever and understanding that there is an elite faith warrior in all of us and hoping that the principles, the points that were laid out, the six of them today would help you in your walk. To God be the glory. Amen. To support, subscribe, like, follow on social media platforms and podcasts.